Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so excited to dive in on this topic today. So we're going to be talking about overindulging, okay? We're going to talk about when something that normally brings us a lot of beautiful pleasure or peace or joy can start to become something that is obsessive and addictive, okay? So talking about things like food, whether it be sweets or chocolate or junk food, talking about sex, whether it's masturbation, sex with yourself or sex with someone else, or maybe like (laughs) um, marijuana, right? I know that's been a big thing for me whenever I've been in a depressive state or I've kind of been in a downward spiral. I cling towards weed, or especially if I've been sick and I don't feel good and I have physical pain in my body, then I want to alleviate that pain. And so it's like, I'm more inclined to smoke weed, but you and I both know the difference between enjoying something and overindulging in something where it's like never enough, never enough, never enough. Or if you've been smoking cigarettes and you don't normally smoke cigarettes, or maybe you do, but all of a sudden you've been smoking way more than normal and you're not sure why then this episode is for you, okay? And so I am going to be totally honest with you guys. Like I've had so many different episodes in my life where I'm doing something obsessively. And obviously we're talking about, let's say, drugs, sex, and food. Let's say those three. Because if we are obsessive around working out or obsessive around eating healthy, Okay, it might be destructive to the mindset or the self-criticism, but it's not destructive to the physical body because those are healthy things. So there's going to be a sense of pride there. But if you feel like there's a sense of you're hiding it or you feel ashamed or you feel embarrassed, that's where we're going to start is we're going to start with the shame and embarrassment that comes with it. Because I I had um, a beautiful woman send me a message in Instagram, and that's how this podcast episode was inspired. And so just so you guys know, when you guys send me messages on Instagram and you bring up different topics that you've been struggling with, I listen. I have an ongoing Google Doc and an ongoing note in my cell phone of podcast topics. And I literally copy and paste the messages that you send me to best create content that supports you. So those messages do not go unnoticed. You know, one thing in my business I will never outsource is that direct communication with you. And so like there was recently a woman that messaged me saying, I know you're so busy, but I want to message you. Okay, well, where did that assumption come from that I'm so busy? I actually, you know, so I know it comes from a place of wanting to respect my time, but you need to know and you need to hear this that I've created a business to directly support you. And so if you are um, listening to this, then you have full permission to take up space in my inbox. Okay, so I just wanted to give you a little overview of how that episode was inspired. But something that she said that really stood out that I think you'll resonate with, and she said, to be totally truthful, I already know how to handle these habits and addictions, but actually putting action behind my intentions can be really tricky for me. So... I won't, because I'm a visual processor, a visual learner, let's create this analogy that we have this car, that we're at the very top of a hill. Okay, my mom used to have this old car and she used to always tell me this story that someone had to push it in order to get it started. And you know, she would tell me this story. It was normally always in context of, you should be grateful for the car that you had because the car that I had, <laughs> you know, like one of those moments, the car that I had, I had to go to the top of a hill and push it. And then someone had to run and get into the passenger seat because I had to push it in order to get it started. Okay. The dogs are wiling out, but we're just going to keep on going because I really want to deliver this message to you and I don't want to lose my train of thought. 
Um, so imagine that car, imagine a car being at the top of a hill. And when it's at the very top, it starts to, it's getting a little bit momentum. It's going a little bit faster, but then it starts to really pick up speed and it's going really fast. Okay. Think of that car going down a hill, building up speed and building up momentum, kind of like that addiction or that obsession that has creeped its way into your life where maybe you've smoked weed a little bit here and there and it's fine. Or maybe you eat chocolate here and there and it's fine. Maybe you masturbate here and there and it's fine. But all of a sudden it is taking over certain things in your life and you are avoiding the things you really need to do because you're prioritizing those things. If all of a sudden you're like, I need to stop now, it's kind of like standing at the bottom of a hill to stop that car when it's already built so much momentum. If you try and stand in front of it and get it to stop right then and there, it's going to just fucking bulldoze you right over. Okay. So that's the analogy that I want to share with you. Um, so with that, so what do we do with that? (laughs) It's like, okay, Kels, thanks. Now what? I'm going to get bulldozed over. Well, okay. Thank you a lot. Okay. Well, what I want to say to you in regards to that, that analogy is you got to let the car slow down, right? So if you feel like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be doing this. I need to stop it all now. You're probably not going to, but cause if, cause the thing is you're trying to stop it with more resistance. It's like, you're trying to be like, well, I'm going to come from the other side with the same momentum and hit it straight on. And it just doesn't work that way. So we need to start to remove some of the shame and some of the embarrassment involved with doing these things. Because whenever we have a sense of embarrassment and shame, then the addiction becomes that much stronger and that much more real. And so we can like feel it. It's like holding onto us. It's clinging onto us. And so when you notice yourself having an urge to do something, being like, yeah, I could do that. Or I could do this. And so something like, for example, like with your vibrator, if you find yourself wanting to avoid something and go masturbate instead, what I like to do is I'll let that be the reward. Be like, no, I I said I'm doing this. I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to go do, and then I'm going to go visit my little vibrator friend. And oftentimes I get started doing something and I actually get the pleasure that I was looking for from completing that task that I don't actually want to go do that. And it's been interesting lately because I've been in a relationship. And so this like idea of like, oh, if I'm using my vibrator, isn't that like cheating because I'm experiencing a sexual pleasure, pleasurable experience without him, you know? And then I had to check myself of, ooh, is there any shame or guilt here? Because if there is, I'll continue to hide it. So how can I start to remove the shame of there's nothing wrong with this. This isn't bad. You know, start to remove the guilt that's associated with those things. You know, if you find yourself eating, but you're not telling anyone or you're trying to hide it or like you're buying food or you're buying alcohol. Huh, it's funny. How did we skip over alcohol, right? There's always the alcohol thing of trying to get um, a feeling. And this is what I've noticed being a highly sensitive individual, being someone who is very feely, right? My emotions, like if I like someone, I want to hug them all the time. Like I need to be able to process them or else I will numb them. Okay. So if I find myself like wanting to drink at 2 PM and I find myself like in this bottomless pit feeling, this like addictive state, like acting like an addict, like it's never enough. It's never enough. It's never enough. I have to stop and breathe and remind myself like, okay, I'm enough. Let's start to slow this train down. I'm not going to try and go zero to a hundred. I'm not going to stand in front of the train when it's going hundred miles an hour or that car that's already been at the top of the hill. That's picking up speed going downhill. Let it come down, but start to breathe and ask myself, 
Kels, what are you avoiding feeling? What's up, everybody? We're going to take a moment for a quick break and share with you the Sensual Queendom membership. So the Sensual Queendom membership is available now if you are ready to embody self-love, reclaim your body, reclaim your sensuality, and step into your power, your queen power, then you're in the right place. Miss Marley Liss is a sensuality coach. She's a renowned speaker. She has been on so many different magazines because the work that she does is transformational. She's a self-love coach and she has created an affordable, accessible membership, $33 a month or a dollar a day if you choose to do it annually. And it's available now. I've paired up with her because I believe in the work she's doing. I believe in this mission and this impact that she's creating for women all around the world. And so if that calls to you, you can use the discount code ABUNDANTAF in all caps, ABUNDANTAF, and it gives you the first month free. So you can be able to try it out for yourself and see what you think. So I will see you guys in the Sensual Queendom membership because you know that I've joined as well. All right, let's get back to the episode. And if I slow down enough to stop numbing, whether it be food, alcohol, weed, vibrator, stop trying to get an outside feeling, oftentimes a whirlwind of emotions start to come through and there's crying. And a lot of the times it's associated with grief for me. And any t- and grief, by the way, is not just someone dying. It's anytime we lose something or someone, anytime we lose someone or something, right? For instance, 2020, everyone lost something. You lost a plan. You lost an event. Maybe you lost a job. Maybe you actually lost a person. If there was something that you lost, there's a grief process there. Um, and so we get to like check in with ourselves: of what am I avoiding feeling? And even going for a walk outside without your cell phone and allowing yourself to reconnect and use a grounding meditation. Like I am safe. I'm satisfied. That's one that helps me a lot. I'm safe and I'm satisfied with what is. I'm safe and I'm satisfied with what is. Because whenever I'm overindulging in something, there's a deep sense of dissatisfaction because I'm trying, like, I'm like, oh, I don't feel as satisfied from my work or blah, blah, blah. But oftentimes it's the messy action that helps me regain the satisfaction from the things that I normally get satisfaction from, right? Um, For example, if I'm like, oh, I don't want a podcast, I'd rather go take a nap or I'd rather get high and sit in the backyard. If those types of thoughts ever come up for me, I remind myself, no, I'm devoted to connecting with that woman. Like I think of you, I think of that woman that I want to connect with and I'm showing up for her as much as I'm showing up for me. And through the process of completing what I said I was going to do, my confidence spikes and I'm less likely to reach for something else to bring me pleasure. So the advice I'm giving you is not to stop doing the things you're doing, but start doing more of the things that you know will make you proud of yourself. And maybe that's doing your laundry. Maybe that's calling back that friend that called you that you've been thinking about calling back, but you haven't called back. Maybe that's cleaning up your space because the overindulgence is a feeling of not being safe. So we're trying to reach for something we can, we can control the pleasure of because we're not getting pleasure of things in our surrounding area. And so first thing, um, what are things that are important to you that you've been avoiding? What's been being put on the back burner? So let's just say like, what's been putting on the back burner? Um, the second thing, 
you know, if you were to ask yourself, what am I avoiding feeling right now? Is there a certain thing that you're avoiding feeling and like really getting vulnerable with yourself? Maybe it's grief, maybe it's loneliness, maybe it's disappointment, maybe it's sadness. Like on that shadow side, what are you avoiding feeling? And then on the third, the third thing, third element I want to speak into is removing the shame and embarrassment of just reminding yourself, like, I'm human and I'm just looking for a pleasure right now in my life. And so have some compassion for yourself that you're not an awful person. You're not disgusting. You're whatever deep inner critic voices that come to you that are trying, that are keeping you separated from the people around you because you feel ashamed or you feel guilty or you feel whatever those depressive thoughts are, reminding yourself that like, I'm loved, I'm enough, I'm doing the best I can. And it's not bad to do these things, but I don't feel good when I'm doing them at this level. But remove the shame. Let yourself do it, but don't feel guilty about it. And the more and more you you start to remove the guilt, the less attached you will feel to that indulgence the less detached you'll feel to getting pleasure from that because you'll start allowing yourself to feel pleasure from other things, from conversations, from sitting in the sun, from going for a walk, from exercise, from movement, right? Um, and you know, you know what you need to do, but I need you to stop being uh, so strict and hard on yourself. You can't beat yourself into... Um, like for instance, the whole discipline thing of like, oh, I need to be more disciplined and not smoke so much, or I need to be disciplined and not do this so much. Like that's, that's like trying to push that car back up the hill when it already has built momentum to go down, like accepting it, be like, okay, I have been smoking quite a bit. What would I like instead? Like, how do I want to feel rather than I don't want to smoke think I want to feel good about when I do. I want to feel okay with it. I want to make time and prioritize other things in my life. And maybe the fourth element is asking yourself, what are things in my life that really matter to me? And if you aren't sure or a list of things that doesn't come to you right away, which is a common, if we feel like we're numbing ourselves to life, we're numbing our sensitivity because something doesn't feel safe and something really hurts. And so this is the body's way of avoiding that pain of, of being like, nope, don't want to feel that. But you got to be open to feeling it. And you got to ask yourself what really matters. Like if I were, what are things that I never want to lose, right? Whether it be family, maybe it's your house, maybe it's your pets, maybe it's certain relationships, maybe it's your car, you know, and being like, these are things that really matter to me. And how can I make it a priority to take care of those things? Maybe your car is a total wreck and you need to go wash your car (laughs) and you need to go vacuum your shit, you know, like maybe that's something because taking care of your physical environment makes it that much easier to take care of your internal environment, your mental landscape, your heart space. So make it a priority to do those things, but you don't get to beat up on yourself. We have cycles and we have transitions and we have moments where we let ourselves down, but we get to, um, approach it with love of like, you know, I'm doing better than I was yesterday and that's okay. You know, I always figure it out and I know I'm figuring it out right now. Like, don't get so detailed with your thoughts of, Oh my God, I was doing this and now I'm not just be like, you know, it's getting better and better every day. And maybe giving yourself the affirmation as well that, you know, it's safe to feel my emotions. It's safe to be here now. Oh my gosh. There's like every single background you could imagine happening right now behind me. 
um, while I'm trying to do this podcast. So I'm going to wrap it up here. Yay for messy action. Um, I love you. You deserve love. You are worthy of love and you are doing the best that you know how to do. And any overindulgence that's happening is your ego's response to protect you. So let your highest self speak to all those parts of you and say, I don't need protection. I'm ready to feel what I need to feel. And if you want to find out why you've been overindulging, put yourself in nature without those substances that you want, or put yourself on a walk and notice what thoughts come up when you don't give in to the urge to do it. Cause that is the reason why you're doing it is to avoid those exact thoughts that start to bubble up. You get to love yourself through the process and we get to let go and release any guilt and shame because if this was a friend of yours that was going through the same thing, maybe you'd have a little tough love, but I can guarantee you'd have compassion. Okay. Sending you so much love. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe. And if you love this episode or you know someone that needs to hear this episode, go ahead and send it to them and share it with them. It would mean the world to me. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.